following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 24 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. And we're joined by a special guest uh, with us right now. Sweet and uh, sexy. Yeah, sweet and sexy. Back by popular demand. Uh, back by popular demand of uh, Two Heels in a Face podcast. Oh, man, I got one tweet requesting me, and that's all it takes. That's all it takes right here. Oh, it's all it takes. Yeah, we are uh, We're recording live from uh, the Logan Square Auditorium. The uh, Freelance Show just ended. Freelance Wrestling, uh, the official sponsor of the PWT cast. Uh, their show 2020, a Freelance Odyssey, just ended. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get, we got like the first half. Yeah, and then we missed a heck of a show. Like we could feel the bones of the building. Shaking. But that's only because we were down here recording with uh, this week's guest, Project Monix. I call him my buddy Pat. Uh, very fun episode, but yeah it's uh it's weird like it's so we were recording and i mean it's not so much of like a spoiler but you kind of hear like at one point the three of us are like oh uh show's over because as we mentioned before there was a an earlier start time for this show so and they stayed on time yeah they st- everyone everyone uh stayed on time showing them the way it was uh jeremy what did you catch did you catch the ending at all well i caught like the last two matches so i got here late um Mostly because the weather prevented me from parking. Um, but I caught the last two matches. I would have caught more, but it was so full in there. The fact that I got here late, I couldn't find anywhere to stand that could see. Like, it, this was a packed house Dude, tonight. it was so packed. I, so I mentioned to Stank. Um, wasn't going to talk about it, but I guess I'll fucking talk about it. It was so packed. And, well, like Nick had mentioned to me, this was this week's show uh, or this month's show was there's a lot of tickets. And you could definitely tell. But I was... Because we recorded after intermission with Pat, and I was like, "Okay, I was like, you, you know, go go sell your stuff. I'll come find you." <sighs> Trying to navigate through the sea of people was the worst. But what was even worse was uh, there's about uh, three former lovers of mine who apparently <laughs> like wrestling and <laughs> we're just Christmas past. Ghost of Christmas Past kept running into them, and I was just like, "All right, am I just gonna fucking where's uh you know where's my first girlfriend?" At, we're, 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 I'm, no, I don't care. Yeah. I'll just say your name. I'm not, where's Lucy at? That's not her yeah, real Lucy, name. Vivian will get that reference. Where's Lucy Ford at, huh? Where's she? But yeah, I was like trying to get through there. I found Vinny. Vinny, shout out to Vinny, friend of the show, former yeah. guest of the show. He'll be joining us uh, next week on the Jericho Cruise. Jeremy, you won't be joining us on the Jericho Cruise next week. Why not? Um, well, mostly because. You hate fun? Uh, yeah, I don't you like hate fun. I hate. You hate us. Uh, mostly all of that, but also I just have a fear of dolphins jumping on a cruise ship at me. It's a very rational fear. Now, you know how big these boats are, right? Like, these would have to be, like, floating mutant dolphins to jump on the deck at you. Exactly. Now, those are the scariest dolphins up there. Yeah, I suppose if they could make it on deck, you better watch out. No, but I legitimately have an irrational fear of baseball sinking me in the face. So a flying dolphin... Jumping up is even worse because it has a brain and can actually It's like a aim. living baseball. It basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going on that cruise. You're not going on the cruise. It seems like a perfectly uh, rational reason not to yeah. go on a fun I mean, if someone, cruise. I mean, if someone could offer, like, certainty that that won't happen. Some I mean, netting. 
Maybe. Maybe. What? I can almost guarantee you that won't happen. Yeah. See, almost. That, yeah, that almost <laughs> was key. That almost was key. See, last year, for last year's Jericho Cruise, I spent mm, like 60% of my time going, <sighs> I wish Matt Nix was here. Yeah. And I feel like this year I'm going to be going, <sighs> I'm glad cousin Jeremy isn't here. No, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I wish cousin Jeremy was here. You know, last year we looked out to the vast sea and uh, saw nary a dolphin. I don't think you have to worry about well, it. Well, no one told me that when people were booking rooms. So I know, but hey, hey, we I didn't see, know about this weird fear you had. You could have been sharing a room with fucking stupid Michael and yeah, said, instead of us. Yeah, instead we had to share rooms with Michael. Us. Oh no! But it's the best because we're gonna bully him. By the way, can I just can I tell the story about what happened today with stupid Michael? Dave, you can tell any story you want. Listen, when people who when people listen to uh, the interview that we did with uh, Pat, they'll realize. Yeah, there is some time in. Yeah, we need. To, <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a lot of was me a real and, nerd fest going on over. Here. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of me and uh, Pat over here, fucking jerk, jerk. Uh oh, hello. There's We've, a voice down a dark hallway calling out. We may get locked down here. Yeah. But, so you go ahead. You tell yeah. your story. I'm going to go down there and make sure we don't get yeah. locked out. So real quick, uh, we got a new designer uh, at Pro Wrestling Tees, Adam. Super cool dude. He actually came here to freelance tonight. Browns fan. Browns fan. Yeah. And uh, he comes in. And he goes, Stank, did you leave this egg roll on my desk? I was like, why? Is it because I'm of Asian American heritage that you assume... <laughs> I'm the one that left an egg roll, and uh, it, obviously it was a no, and we deduced that Vinny had an egg roll the day before, put it on Stupid Michael's desk, Okay. because Stupid Michael's dieting for the cruise, and it was sure. like, taunting him, and then Stupid Michael put it on Adam's desk. So then we're, this whole time, Vinny's trying to re-sneak this egg roll somewhere onto Michael's desk, he's finding it and he's throwing it at Vinny. Half the time it's landing on my desk. I'm like, get this fucking egg roll off my desk. I mean, if anyone's seen a picture of my desk, they know it's my pride and joy besides Absolutely. my daughter and my wife. And it's not to be sullied with greasy, deep-fried egg rolls. So they're fucking around, and then uh, he hides it in Michael's coffee tumbler. Michael finds it and throws it back on my desk. And I said... Get this fucking egg roll off my desk, or you're gonna regret it. And then, like Scrump, you know Michael. You call me Birdo. It's we- weird when you call me Scrump. He, he's a weenie, and but he'll also provoke. Like, yo, what are you gonna do about it? So I was starting. It was yeah. starting to get, you know, my hackles up. I stood up and I fucking chucked it at him. I was like, get this fucking egg roll off my desk. He gets mad and fires an egg roll missile into all my Ninja Turtles. Knocks him over like bowling pins. So he's dead now, right? Uh, I said, did you just fucking knock over my Ninja Turtles? He goes, yeah. And now he knows I'm like legit mad. And he's not going to back down because he doesn't want to look like a yeah. stupid Michael that he is. I said, knock over my fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it was the was conversation. Yeah. Knock over my fucking Ninja Turtles again. I'll kill you. He's like, yeah, we, you're a child. <laughs> like, yeah, it varies. He's like I, at the other end of the room like, just shaking his head like, you idiot. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, yeah. this is so hot right now. I got real heated over my Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and then, you know what? As you should. Don't. don't. Yeah. yeah. And then I said, I'm going to, you know what? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I knocked over your Ninja Turtles. And I said, I'm going to take my arm and I'm going to bear swipe your entire desk to the floor. 
And he goes, go ahead and fucking do it. And I was like, oh. I should have did it right there, but I'm nice. And then I, was, I realized I was getting too hot over Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I tried to de-escalate it. He held a grudge for most of the day. He's like, yeah, you're a fucking child. Wait, what did he... What, yeah. How did he hold the he grudge? Threw, he threw he an did, egg roll. Yeah, he did me. everything wrong. Yeah, I had nothing to do with the egg roll. Man, I don't think he realizes that he's about to be oh. on a contained vessel. Oh, in with, my room. With you. Oh, I'm going to wreck him. Oh, man. See, now you have the, the ability to be calm and collected and plan now. He has no idea what's going to happen. So if you're listening to this now, I edited out a specific part of uh, a specific prank that we're going to do to Michael yeah. when we uh, go I'll never know what's coming. I normally I wouldn't edit it out, but I know that Michael listens to the show, so. You got to put it yeah. like a weird, like. No, yeah, exactly. I'll do something. Also, for uh, all of you first-time listeners, uh, this isn't normally the way the show goes. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, for all of you listeners who have been sticking around, for all you Vivians and Trevor Outlaws, uh, thank you, Katie yes. Fabes out there. Uh, yeah, this is the PWT cast, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees, and we just... Uh, we're the professionals that work there. Yeah, we're the professionals that work there. Dave's the head designer. Yes. I'm uh, the right hand to the right hand, yep. the hand of the king to the hand of the king. He makes sure things get done that need getting done. Yeah, and uh, we're all, Stank and I were also head of podcast relations over at the shop. Cousin Jeremy over here, for those of you unaware, he works there. Uh, might be an intern. I don't really know. He's essentially he's like, our he's intern. A floater, a temp. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Listen, I wish that if I had fucking three Cousin Jeremy's at the shop, everything we could so done, much work so much so much more work would yeah. get done quicker no but, i don't think so because if there's three of me we'd be so happy to be with each other we'd be so distracted just like, like talk- an ewok celebration exactly <laughs> jeremy oh. i think we previously referred to jeremy as a human-sized ewok or yeah. a small walter yeah. walter that's wwe uk right. champion a more hirsute airy walter oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh <laughs> anyway thank you for that yeah um <laughs> Thank you. Again, if this is your first episode, thank you for joining us. We have plenty of episodes you can go back and listen to. We've had uh, people from the wrestling world, such as Effie, friend of the show, Love Effie. He yeah. he successfully successfully defended his title tonight against Stan the Dad. We've had Ethan Page, Swoggle, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Marty DeRosa, Sarah Shockey, Kevin Smith. Yeah, Muse. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse uh, pop up on this. We have Waiting and uh, John Pollock of... Uh, post wrestling fame and hey if you enjoy that intro at the beginning go listen to uh up next where you can hear Braden harrington who produced that beat for us Sick. i yeah doesn't matter how many times i hear it i, I love uh dvorak's uh ninth symphony yeah sounds awesome especially mixed with the hip-hop beat uh but yeah this week we were joined by pat monix who wrestles by under the name project monix and I just love the guy. Like we mentioned, yeah, super there's um, the thing to this podcast, there's no real structure. You know, like we had uh, an episode with Cousin Jeremy. You can go listen to it. It's uh, in our catalog, our massive catalog of yeah. 24 episodes. Yeah, you episodes. rifle through the Rolodex to get yeah. to that one. Hey, but at 24, that's not something you can do in a day. Like you now have a collection of podcasts that people have to like actually put time yeah. towards. They got to scroll down until they hit load more. Yeah, that's impressive. More episodes will load. Yeah, well, yeah, Cousin Jeremy here, we had him on an episode, uh, a Birdman episode is what I referred yeah. to it as, because it was just one long, continuous take. Oh, man. That we was... did it at a Castle Stank, Stank's yeah. house, and it was In a really fun episode. Like, that's what that's what we're all about here at fun the PWT, time. is just having fun. Like, I mentioned it in that episode with uh, Pat. 
anytime I approach a wrestler to like pitch them this show, I'm like, listen, we just think you're pretty cool and we just want to talk to you. Like, yeah, we're not trying to get dirt. Yeah, I'm like, I negative. Yeah, we don't want to talk about any of that stuff. Like, let's uh, let's talk to you. Let's find out about that. Go listen. If you go listen to that Effie episode, I'm always talking about it. It's all I ever talk about. Um, he maybe like five minutes of wrestling. Yeah. And then like an hour bad. of uh, just We talked about bear porn. Bear porn. And it's the Effie episode, so you're thinking it's Wait, bear you porn. Look, you're thinking yeah. it's hairy men. Wait. No, it's actual bear porn. Jeremy, you looked shocked. Didn't you listen to that episode? I did listen to that episode, but I did not take the step to watch that video. Okay, well, no, I was bear. just I was just making sure that that look well, of shock on your face wasn't yeah. what? I was just nervous that you're going to start playing that video right now. And I don't know what I would do. We can, if you want. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've got I, it saved on my phone <laughs> in my Dropbox. Oh, okay. It's not we'll right, show you later. right on your homepage. Yeah, yeah okay. we'll show you later. But, yeah, it's just uh, we like to have fun here. You know, we've, um, like we mentioned, we've amassed almost 25 episodes. And we we plan on just getting as many done as we can. You know, we've, uh, people ask, oh, is Ryan Bark an owner of Pro Wrestling Tees yeah. on the show? He will be on episode uh, 100, which I believe is tentatively scheduled for uh, June 24th or 28th, uh, 2021. Uh, so that's when he will be on. But uh, he's kind of like our final boss that we're reaching up to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's our. We're not going to stop the podcast, but like, no, definitely not. I mean, hell, we uh, we met, we talk about it a little bit, but we've got our own studio now. We're not yeah. in said studio, but. We're gonna be building it. We plan on doing some some more interactive stuff, some more stuff with you guys. You guys seem to love listening to us daily, yeah, weekly, you know. And uh, we're not Joe Rogan or Sam Roberts or any of those other boys out there that have a beautiful studio set up with intricate equipment and tables. But we will. But we will. We're gonna make our cousin Jeremy or Jamie. Yeah. Uh, Joe has a Jamie. I'll be like, uh, Jeremy, can you look that up? Yeah. Look up. Uh and shake so that bear Pithicus. yeah look up shake that bear uh, jeremy um, can you look up shake that bear we can't show that we're gonna get taken out on youtube just <laughs> 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 but so. yeah there's a lot of in- fun interesting things a lot of fun interesting people we're gonna be talking to again we're gonna be on the chris jericho cruise and who knows who we talked to they got nowhere to run yeah they've got nowhere to run no we uh we'll organize all those yeah. interviews the ones we do get done but this interview we have now we'll just we'll go ahead and get into it It was a super fun interview you know we we talked to project monix love the guy like i was shocked that it the interview was as long as it was because in my head we'd only been talking for about 20 minutes yeah and this was your first time you know getting to know him getting to talk to him i felt bad that this is a pretty chilly hallway and he was just standing here shirtless oh with like his gear and and earlier we were upstairs in the balcony sweating it was just hot and down yeah. here, there's a cool, it's like a cool cave. Yeah, and... And he was there shirtless right after his match. Yeah, all fucking bruised up. And Being a trooper, limping. Yeah, god damn it. I, I love me some Pat Monix, so... Great dude. Let's go ahead and get into our interview right now with Project Monix slash Pat Monix slash uh, my uh, best... Gold, golden Retriever Man. My Golden Retriever Man. All right, so this episode I've been very excited for for a while now uh we tell the story all the time matt nix he is just he is the king of introducing good people to good people yeah he's been spot on every the, single time yeah you know we've had ethan page on here swoggle on here uh, effie and it's all people that matt nix goes hey i have a friend 
you should meet them. And uh, I met this guy. We took a road trip together to Canada. It was my first time getting to know him. And I was like, ah, oh, Nick, I was like, I don't know if your friends are going to like me. Um, he's like, no, it's fine. It's okay. They'll, you know, they'll get to know you. They'll like you. And uh, I dare I say at the end of those eight hours, I was like, man, this guy is cool as fuck. Uh, he wrestles for freelance uh, wrestling. He wrestles all over the place, actually. Yeah. Uh, he just res- recently wrestled uh, at Evolve. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, big things. Uh, you guys know him as uh, Project Monix, but to me, he's just uh, my buddy Pat. Uh, Project Monix. Pat, how you doing? Guys, I'm doing good. And real quick, I just want to say it's pretty wild to me that Scrump liked me because in car rides, <laughs> I, I just go on rants. Yeah. So uh, he... he he bared through the, the, the eight-hour car ride rant with me, and well, uh, that's pretty cool. That's the good thing, though, because I do the exact same thing. Well, where he I'm he just, can be a bit of a ranter. Yeah, where, like, sometimes with Dave, like, he'll call me and be like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about, like, maybe we book this person, maybe we do this, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Hey, and then it's, like, 45 minutes later, and he's like, okay, so, yeah, <laughs> did you, do you think that's a, that's a good thing to do? And I'm like, He oh. said, that's crazy like nine times during it yeah you know he, how people do that cool yeah that's He's crazy like, oh, man. oh wow that's crazy <laughs> i'm just like yeah right that is crazy and then let me tell you something even crazier and i just keep going and going but i think it was like the one the one specific thing that always sticks out to me that i always bring up and whenever there's like something of this subject related i like shoot it over to you it was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. that was our thing that like we bonded over because i think you it was us uh, Matt Nix and Isaiah's in the car. Yes. And uh, I think Dragon Ball Z came out. Yes. It was, it was like Dragon Ball Z and everyone's kind of like talking and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've just, I've never been a Dragon Ball Z guy. Like I, the only time I could watch it when I was a kid was in Spanish. And I was just like, I don't want to watch this. In, like I didn't want to watch anything in Spanish, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was just like, I never got into it. I liked playing with the toys when I was a kid. Like, my neighbors, they had the toys, and they were so, like, articulate and just, like, cool. Like, I was like, who's this? Like, I know specifically Vegeta. They had him with, uh, I guess he was, like, a Super Saiyan also because he had, like, a different colored yeah. hair. So, like, I very much was like, okay. But that was it. And then, I don't know if it was you or me, one of us, we brought up, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! And just for the next, like, hour and a half, Nick and Isaiah were just like, what the f- Well, here, here's the thing. I, I feel like a lot of people, like watch Dragon Ball Z and know about Dragon Ball Z. I'm not saying people don't watch Yu-Gi-Oh, but in my life, I never had any friends who liked Yu-Gi-Oh as much as I did. So I never had anyone to share it with. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like my thing. I had a few friends who played the card game for a little bit. There was a, it was a hot for maybe a season, like at whatever age, for like three months. Like some kids bought the starter packs and we were playing and I never stopped liking it everyone else stopped liking it. So getting to talk with you about Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. was awesome. It was the exact same thing with me. Like, um, my cousin and I in high school, like at one point we just, we just started playing with the cards again and we were like juniors at this point. And it was one of those things where literally every single day after school, I would go to his house and we would just play. And it was literally like, we had to teach his younger, his two younger cousins who were like 10 and 12, how to play because there's only so much that he and I could sit there and like play with each other yeah. that we we're like, all right, we got to fucking teach someone else. And like we started bringing him to school and that was like the thing he was like he was one of the cool kids you know like i i got along with everyone but like arturo he was one of the cool kids yeah. and so when everyone saw him bringing his cards like at first it was like oh like what losers you guys are playing with your yeah. cards but it slowly became to like 
I've still got mine. Man, Can that's dangerous. That's dangerous to bring your cards to school. So that was a ballsy move, but he got away with it. And yeah, people coming out party. Wow. Well, and everyone else was just like, yeah, we like it too. Yeah. Was well, definitely much for like a week or two. Everyone was like, Pff. but I mean, again, we didn't care because like, I've never really been like a, oh, God, the cool guys yeah. don't like me. I was like, it's kind of like wrestling. Exactly. It's the yeah. same thing. We're closet wrestling fans when we're uh, at age 15, right? Because like, mm-hmm. The, the, the jocks or the uh, whatever, there's all these different cliques and they're, they're going to kind of make fun of you. And I, I played sports, so there were people who I was like, ah, maybe I shouldn't let them know I like this. You know, like, I, I just don't want to get fucked with. <laughs> like, it's it was, not it was, worth it. So with me, it was, I got in, I didn't get into wrestling until, like, all my friends, like, stopped liking wrestling. I got into it probably around, like, 2004. I was maybe, like, 12, 13. And everyone else had, like, moved on to, like, liking girls and like playing sports and stuff and i'm like yo i can't go out friday night uh kurt angle and eddie Guerrero are wrestling in a steel cage sorry guys and even like i didn't know that it was pre-taped back then and in hindsight i'm like man i could have saved myself so many friday nights by just like recording the show and like okay this man all right the basham brothers are it already happened it it already (laughs) happened i could have saved myself so much time Yeah. yeah and I never did, but very quickly, we were talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yes. Friend of the show, um, Xavier, he does uh, pro wrestling shoots. Yep. We've, we've uh, had him on here before to do Fan of the Week. He wanted me to ask you, who is your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh monster? So I thought the question was about to be, which is your favorite Egyptian god card? We can get into that, but too. We'll, so we'll, we'll start small, right? Um, man, um, so real quick, not, not to get in too much of a Yu-Gi-Oh rant. Oh, no, I know I said a, I rant. No, we are getting into a fucking but, Yu-Gi-Oh uh, rant. Yeah, yeah, I certainly had the cards. My, my, uh, my trick, because I, since I didn't have very many friends that liked it, was I bought the Game Boy Advance games. So I could play all day, and I could literally play against Yugi and Kaiba and Joey and uh, a good name, Pegasus, and everyone. You know, I was playing Yugi. I was in the Yu-Gi-Oh world, so I created my own deck. But um, what I would do is I would rig it and play the, uh, I'd get all the cheat codes from online so I could download all the cards I wanted, and I would have Bakura's exact deck. Uh-huh. So I would play as his with like, all his zombie um, you, uh-huh. you, 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 dual monsters or whatever, whatever you want to yeah. call them. Um, Bakura kind of sucked. Like his his monsters weren't that good, so no. like it was really challenging for me to like beat all these guys as that character. But um, as as far as myself, man, one card, uh, it's cliche, but uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe either Dark Magician or Red Eyes Black Dragon. Okay, because I know the other day I did like uh, I was doing laundry and I did one of those like Instagram ass things, and you asked me, you were like. You're like, which is your favorite like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh card, your monster? And like, I found a video because I like replying to those things with videos. And I literally found one of Kaiba going, "You're about to see, it's the blue eyes white yes. dragon." <laughs> and so I was like, that's why I was like, that's kind of like my go-to. I feel bad, Stank. I know you're not as much of like a. Well, the only I know Dark Magician because my stepsons used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, and I saw an episode. He was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm activating uh-huh. Dark Magician. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. That's all I know. Time Wizard is sick. Time Wizard, yeah. See, like I, like I got in pretty deep with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I would watch them all, and it, but I watched them like from beginning to end, like a little later because, like when you're younger and you're watching them on TV, it's always fucking reruns, and you're like, God damn, you're like, I have to watch this stupid episode, and like it's easier if you like find it later. Like I watched it all like on YouTube. You know, which yeah. is always such a pain because it's like episode 54, part one of three. And I'm like, and I would always jump from like one to three. And I'm like, wait, 
what what happened in the middle and then you have to like go back but i pretty much like it's so deep in now like i think you and i have had this conversation before where it's like there's like on motorcycles and all you know what yeah because then there was Yu-Gi-Oh, and then there was Yu-Gi-Oh gx because um, what was it the first one when they only had 2,000 life points and the game didn't make any sense like they, not, didn't, they no. didn't play the card game correctly just no. for the sake of the cartoon not just to like get to the point in their, in their episodes yeah. uh, then the second one they had 8,000 life points in the dual disc and it was actually pretty, pretty spot on but some of the characters didn't correlate with what they actually do in the game uh, and then Yu-Gi-Oh! GX came out where they were like in school and which that I, was which, cool which I'm a fan like, that was cool I, I am there very much like you said which is your favorite god card I would have to say Slifer the yeah. Sky Dragon because you want to be red because I want to be Slifer red I'm like these were all like the fucking cool dudes so it might, GX might have been cooler than the original stuff honestly dude it got pretty dark so let me explain Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. GX to you yes. what it is at one point Seto Kaibo who's like the main villain in like the first season and then kind of turns into this like uh like a tweener right mm-hmm. you know he's like this like rich he's vegeta big, if you watch dragon ball z imagine okay. elon musk and vegeto become one person you know he's like he has this vendetta against beating this fucking two thousand year old egyptian that inhabits Yugi. the boy of like a the body of a small japanese boy he can't beat yugi he can't beat him he just he can't beat and him he has all the money all the money he has all the money he can't beat him at one point he makes like a boarding school and there's these three Egyptian god cards, like the three most powerful cards. Yeah. And th- so it's three separate dorms. All the rich kids go to Slifer Blue. Like, it's Harry Potter. It's essentially Harry Potter. It's yeah. And Slifer Red are like the like lower Dirt bags. Like they're like the shitty like lower class. Like yeah. they have the chance to like upgrade. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I totally would have been friends with all like the like lower lower to middle class kids who like they're late to class. They're late to class. They're just slackers and stuff. So. Like the the only other thing I remember from watching Yu-Gi-Oh peripherally was like Yugi was facing I think an Egyptian guy uh-huh. and he had some kind of eye that could see all the cards. Ooh. That was Pegasus. So that's Pegasus? so that's the, okay. that's Maximilian Pegasus, the guy who invented the game like mm-hmm. in okay. story and there's these uh, seven millennium items and uh, they, millennium something yep. like the millennium eye. He had the millennium eye which like let him see like his opponent's cards. Like it yeah. was just borderline cheating. As yeah. we dig into this, I'm just remembering how incredible Yu-Gi-Oh is. Right? So, I mean, like, and I, and <laughs> so, like, a deep story. And I, I mentioned him earlier, Xavier. Like, one of my favorite things was he, at one point, started, like, getting into it. And I would, like, walk over and I'm like, what, what are you watching? He's like, Yu-Gi-Oh, man. This is pretty fucking good. Have you seen it? I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I'm if like, only you knew. I'm like, have I seen it? I've got Yu-Gi-Oh cards in my car right now. Like, you know? Um, and so he would like, get through it, and he'd be like, hey, can you explain this to me? And I'm like, oh, no, no, buddy. You got to sit there and watch, because I'm not going to tell you how that story arc ends. And, like, it is, like, for, like I mentioned, you know, it's the GX, which is, like, the second generation where Kaibo, he opens up the school. That story gets fucking dark. Like, they never dubbed the last season of it, the fourth season, because they had started with, like, the 5Ds, where they're, like, riding motorcycles. A completely different story. But, like, that season was, like, very dark. Like, one of the kids dies, and they leave him in, like, another dimension. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, really dark. Where I'm like, man, I think four kids just might not wanted to have dubbed this season because they would have had to have gone through, like, so much trouble with, like, how do we edit out a murder? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so, like, in my mind... Back then, I always thought Yu-Gi-Oh was like generic Pokemon, but from everything that I've seen, you know, just lore-wise and stuff, it seems like you, like 
Pokemon's kid stuff, and then you graduate to Yu-Gi-Oh. So in the anime of the, the, the show, Yu-Gi-Oh is a card game, uh, which is like what it's based around. Or everyone knows, monsters. yeah. Everyone knows about Pokemon cards, but in the story or the cartoon of Pokemon, there was nothing to do with cards. Yeah. So, like, when people were growing up, they thought of like Pokemon cards. That's how you played Pokemon, or you played on the Game Boy, right? Right. The Game Boy would actually be like what Pokemon is that story, right? Where you're trying to catch Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh is literally a show about a about game. The game about a yeah. game, yeah. Which is yeah, like it's the whole world just seemingly revolves around like a children's card game. Yes. Which is like you know that's right. I've I, yeah I've never seen anyone throw a card down in Pokemon ever. Yeah, no. there's no Pokemon yeah. cards in Pokemon. No, never. That's it's not funny real. that you like mentioned that because I also very quickly, I was very, for Christmas I got my uh, a replica <laughs> dual disc. It's all I've been talking about. Dude, I, yes. It's the, pretty dope. The first Best. person, the, I literally told Paul, my roommate, I was like, take a picture of this, I need to send this to Pat. Like, <laughs> I don't know who Pat is, but sure. And like, I took the photo. So you're like the first person. Dude, that's awesome. Because I'm <laughs> like, I don't need that at all. But I love that I have it. I'm like, you have a dual disc. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the same thing. So, like, when I was like getting kind of getting back into playing it at maybe like 13, 14, they had the dual discs at like Target and stuff, but I didn't have money. And, like, I know once I asked my mom and she was like, you don't play with that anymore. Come on. And I'm like, now it's sick because it's yeah. ironic. Yeah. Now, but like, if you try to buy one of those, like the kid toy ones, like this one's like a nicer, like, it makes, it does everything but project the cards. Which is like what I told you, but but you can play. Yeah, you can still like play with it, but, but you have to hold your arm out, dude. Like, <laughs> this that, is what my field looks like. That thing is heavy. Like I was like, holy shit, these little yeah, that's a big like, these little kids had there. to have been so swole. It's funny though you mentioned like people would compare it like Yu-Gi-Oh to Pokemon because I know I get a lot of that with like Digimon. I don't know, were you like a Digimon kid at all? Uh, no, not. I didn't watch the cartoon very briefly. I played like some sort of like. Uh, digi game thing that they were giving. I, I don't I really know. I don't understand Digimon. Uh, I never. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't know if we yeah, start I talking about Digimon it. was a generic Pokemon. See, too. like that's what I get. It's like no. Like I watched that time, and the thing that I liked about Digimon was like there was no filler episodes. There was maybe one or two a season, as opposed to like going. I can't go back and watch the Pokemon cartoon. I love it for what it was as a child, but like if I go back and watch it now, it, it's like random episodes where they're like, oh. We're in this this town. There's this, 15 Tokapis, and we have to catch them all. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> I don't give... Go. All the Tokapis got loose. Yeah. And then like you find they, they find some ladies Tokapis, and they return her in the episode ends. And she's or, like, thanks, Ash. Or yeah, or like the worst was they'd be like, oh, here's this city with all these like yeah. only Squirtles. Squirtles. You can only find Squirtles in the city. And then you're playing the game, and you're like, where, where's when the, the city? When the fuck did this happen? Ash yeah. and Brock go to Neon City. Yeah. What happens when they meet Jigglypuff? And then you're like playing the game, and I'm like, where the... Why can't I do this? And they're like, oh, that was just for that. And yeah, I'm Pokemon like, never gets to the point. You're right. Never. And like, and like the story ultimately, like, like when, you, when it starts, it's like day one, he's watching on TV, like the league championships. And he's like, I'm going to get my Pokemon. And I'm, but like, it just took so long for Ash to ever like be in the tournament, you know? And like when he was, he'd like lose right away. It's well, just kind of like, the there's no payoff. He would always give away his Pokemon. There's no payoff. I, I talked about this the other day at work where I'm like, this guy had a primate, like a very strong fighting type, and he's like, ah, I'll just leave it with this guy I just met. Or like his Charizard, he's like, yeah, same. I'll, I'll leave you. And I'm like, this is why none of your Pokemon like you, dude. You, yeah. you give away all yeah. your good ones. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon, Ash, yeah, what, what are we talking? Yu-Gi-Oh! is so much better. Right? Like, it I, is. I'm telling you. It's, and it's like a, such a weird convoluted story, like, as is, because it's like, 
Yu-Gi-Oh! was made by an intelligent adult. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the whole premise is this uh, 2,000-year-old pharaohs inhabiting the body of a small Japanese boy. And ancient Egypt is sick. So, right. like, the fact that, like, that gets thrown in there. Well, like, d- like did you ancient ever... Egypt. And I, I promise to you guys who aren't fans of Yu-Gi-Oh! We'll wrap up the Yu-Gi-Oh! talk right now with this. Did you ever see the, the movie they did, the Bonds of Time? The one that had to do with time travel. Did you ever watch that one? The one where they had all the different Yu-Gi-Oh! characters? Uh, yeah, where it was like the three... Oh, the one where they just went way back. Where, yeah, where like they were just... And going, it was Yu-Gi and Kaiba, and yeah. they were like those pharaohs, right? And the sorcerer or whatever. No, so th- this is one where they're just... They're straight up... They invent time travel. The whole premise of this is Kaiba invents time travel because he wants to go back and go back to ancient Egypt and duel the pharaoh. Yeah. And beat him. Because he can never beat like his These crazy you know, offshoot movies. Yeah. So you know the whole movie shenanigans happen, and of course it ends with him perfecting time travel. His the the vessel in which he's he traveling to. I gotta go back and beat the pharaoh. Like this guy should be curing fucking yeah. like poverty no. or diseases. No. Instead he there his monster is the blue eyes white dragon. It's a white dragon with blue eyes. He invents a spaceship that looks like the blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> Perfects time travel, goes back to ancient Egypt, and like it just kind of ends there. And I'm like, dude, like, but think about it, man. If you had all the money and intelligence in the world, wouldn't you build a blue eyes white dragon spaceship? Oh, of course, that's all I would like. Like, holy shit! Imagine just riding around dirty in that, like, like pulling up to Logan so, Square Auditorium. Like, what up? I'm in my blue eyes space shuttle. So instead of uh, curing cancer, he's activating trap cards. Exactly. In yeah, like, and he's just got like such like a like a hard on for. For just beating this guy, but dude, he just like and it was like, dude, when Kaiba like pulls out a blue eyes, oh, like he puts it down, he's like, ha 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 ha, my first blue eyes white dragon, like, like dude, like he just did the most menacing thing in the world by playing that card, and he's just laughing hysterically, and like, yeah, you just can't, Yu-Gi-Oh's like it's the best, yeah, man, it's amazing. Like I- my stepson Scotty's gonna love this episode, dude. Yeah. When I uh, so whenever in wrestling I decide to flip flip the switch on everyone and turn a heel, I am going to do an evil maniacal Kaiba laugh dude. all the time to end my promos. Like, oh, like, dude, you need to get some oh, Kaiba gear, dude. I am ready, dude. I am so ready to do that Kaiba laugh. Some gear that looks like Kaiba's. Yugi, because like that—that's my favorite thing too about every anime. It's they're all dressed like. Their costumes are like wrestling gear. Yeah. You know, and it, like, especially like with, with Yu Gi Oh!'s with Kaiba's with that giant, like, flowing white. Like, he looks like Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, like, about to yeah. wrestle. And I'm just like, dude. Yeah, that's fucking good. Um, well, we'll get to some actual title. Yeah. Like, I know people are going to be Yu-Gi-Oh like, man, those well, dudes love them some Yu Gi Oh! Two last Yu Gi Oh! comments. One, um, for a long time when I was trying to, like, come up with a look before I came up with, like, my little, like, uh, cyborg android kind of classified project look like something out of a lab that's kind of what i'm doing now for the listeners who don't know who project monix is um look it up instagram facebook twitter whatever you know quick plug but um when i was trying to come up with my look i thought about doing yugi hair because like i have blonde hair like it's dark goldish and i was like if i added some black and red to it because my colors are black and red yeah i would have yugi hair and it would actually work 
However, I'm scared of hair products because I have thin hair and I think it will make my hair fall out. You might fuck your hair out. I don't want to risk it. So I don't think I'm going to get Yugi hair, but that was a goal. Second, we should, dude, when we post this podcast, we should be like, like let's, we, we're probably at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes talking about Yu-Gi-Oh already. We should be like, hey, at 31.05 is when the Yu-Gi-Oh talk ends. <laughs> Just so people who like, yeah. See, well, like all right. <laughs> well, it's funny because like with this podcast... Like the one thing me and Dave always like, how we always pitch it to wrestlers, to, to people in general, because we don't talk to like just wrestlers, but like to pitch it, it's like we're the official podcast of pro wrestling tees, but like we don't ever really talk wrestling, like or tees really, or t-shirts <laughs> yeah. really. Like we we get into some yeah. of the talk, but like we had our episode with Effie, and like God bless Effie, like we, I love Effie to death. Yeah. Did he talk about how he sold the soul of the devil? No. All right, no. that's a, that's a not, you guys have to have a part two well, with yeah, that, he, dude. Yeah. If, it was, two for- if it was up to me. Every week, I would just like I we would have our own set, like sister podcast where we're just talking with Effie, pro wrestling tees with Effie. Yeah. yeah, but like with him, it was maybe like what like an hour. We did like an hour. Yeah, and we him. had to be like, we gotta let you go. Man. I, like, like there's like three times where I'm like, brother, you gotta go get ready for your match. And he's like, no, 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 let's keep going. We talked maybe five minutes of wrestling, and the rest was just like just whatever else. And that's like whenever I talk to a wrestler, I'm like, hey, do you want to come on the show? I'm like, don't worry, like. This isn't like, oh, when did you start wrestling and uh, yeah. what is your dream? It's like, whatever, like, you're into. Yeah. Like, we talked with Ethan Page about Power Rangers. Yeah, we sit there, we talk about, like, like Power Rangers and Marvel and all this shit. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, God, we, you know, we have to cut it off sometimes yeah. because I'm like, a lot of times, like, we're doing this interview, like, after you've already wrestled. But a lot of times it's, like, right before people are about to wrestle and I'm like, like, squaggle, go. go, dude, you have to get ready. And they're just like, oh, no, 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 just five more minutes. And I'm like... All right, sure. Um, yeah, that's always like yeah. I don't care. That's awesome. Listen to and listen to the. You can't the, the you can't hide your passions. You know, if yeah. you talk to Ethan Page, he's gonna start talking about Power Rangers, and unfortunately, <laughs> if you talk to me and Scrump, you're gonna have to hear about Yu Gi Oh now. Yeah. But like, it was really cool getting in the car with Scrump because he reminded me that like, I was in love with Yu Gi Oh like to myself at a young age as much as wrestling. You know, yeah. but it's like. Yeah, like you can't really like follow your Yu-Gi-Oh dreams. Yeah, you, <laughs> oh god, but it, it would be a time machine. I forget how much I just when I talked to you, I remember how much I loved it. It, it would it be amazing. Like people play the card game now in like Still, in like official yeah. tournaments. Yeah, like my I'm like imagine buying a house off a children's card game. Like Dude. you put in, you're like, oh yeah, I have sixty, I have sixty k down in cash to put, and they're like. The game's Where not even fun at that point, though, because they're like their decks are just full of like mirror forces, and it's, it's just like, like super competitive. Like yeah. I look at it, and I'm like, oh, you guys don't look like you're having any fun at no, all. No, no, no. I want to play just like with you, his deck versus you as with Kaiba's deck. You know, we, we, we can totally like, yeah. play like, it that way. I'm like in my head, like my dream scenario is like you become like the biggest thing in wrestling, but you also like become the biggest thing in like dueling. Like someone listens <laughs> to the podcast and they're like, hey, this uh, this Project Monix, super into Yu-Gi-Oh. You want to invite him to a tournament? And you just like fucking kill and like destroy everyone with a Yugi starter deck. Yeah, and you're like on what like you know on just TV, go to Target and buy one on one of the many wrestling shows on TV, and they're like, oh, this week Project Monix uh, will not he will not defend the world title because he is uh, in Cincinnati for the Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> World Championship tournament. He oh will be back God. next week. And you just like show up fucking the next week with like a fucking the Kaiba Cup or something <laughs> like that. Like that's my I'm telling you that's my dream scenario. Like in wrestling for that to happen yeah i mean when we were all younger all the stuff that we liked you know your parents would be like you're not gonna make a living off of that and now there's like like <laughs> yeah. millionaire video game players and 
Yeah. People winning which, art tournaments. Which has to be like the fucking best. That's the dream. That was all those kids saying, fuck you. Yes, I can. And I'm yeah. going to make that happen. Yeah. And, and, and like now our generation are the people who are driving the, the world. So like, of course, those things are still going to exist. Yeah. You know, like if you spent ages six to 17 playing Pokemon, like, of course, like once these are the people who are older and have iPhones, who are we going to market towards? Let's create Pokemon Go. Yep. Because we know everyone on their iPhones will use it. Well, you even think about it, like how many of those people that like develop the Pokemon games are just kids who like grew up and they're like, I want to make video games because of this. And they're like, yeah, please. Can I, can I design a fucking, the, I'll animate uh, every Squirtle that you want. What Pokemon yeah. do you want? A Magikarp? I got you. I will fucking do it. Yeah. Or and they watch the show and they're like, I can make this better. Yeah, there's the people who, cr- who, who created it and there's, and there's the market to buy it. So, like, it's going to exist. All these yeah. things, like, yeah. Yes, fortunately, to all of our parents and grandparents, you're stuck with it. Pokemon ain't going away. Yeah. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh kind of went away. Like, it's still kind of there. But, yeah, some of these things, you know, like, they're going to stick around. Well, yeah. I, I definitely, like, the other day, because there's some YouTube channel that I follow that'll be, like, history of and then just like random nerdy shit it was like star wars it was a bunch of like star wars ones obviously when star wars, star wars ain't out. going anywhere but they did one on like Yu-Gi-Oh. it was like oh do you want to know how the current timeline is and they tried explaining it and i was just like no y'all lost it i was like i lost it well especially because like i guess after 5ds they're like we don't know how the storyline works because this season contradicts this season and that kind of contradicts that and i'm like yeah, to me, it kind of just ends at uh, GX and there yeah, was they no more just ever again. The original owner or creator needs to just like come out and decide when the cutoff point is for all of these series because like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, uh, not really Yu-Yu Hakusho. I feel like they did all right, but most of these play, like, animes that were popular got too far gone. See, yeah. that, that's why I'll always tell people like I don't watch that much anime. The one that I do watch like religiously is Full Metal Alchemist. And that's why I'll tell people, you can be like, listen, it's 60 episodes. I'm like, you know, there's a fucking beginning, a middle, and an end, and then that's it's it. It's done? Yeah. And they, didn't, they didn't keep going. Like, Well, they, so there was the original Fullmetal Alchemist, but the manga wasn't done at the point, at that time or whatever. Then they redid it into Brotherhood. Which it's on like, Netflix, right? Yeah, which like follows the manga. And like, I always recommend that so much to people. So if I've never watched Fullmetal Alchemist, I could go on Netflix and watch episode one to 60? Yeah, watch Brotherhood. Okay. Brotherhood is just, I mean, they're both essentially like the same thing the same thing yeah just brotherhood's a little better animations a little nicer because they did it a little later um but like yeah because some people are like oh like i always hear one piece is good Uh, it's got like a thousand episodes or something pretty fucking crazy yeah you know like like they're like oh minoru suzuki is based or like one of the characters based on minoru suzuki and i'm like awesome i'm in which episode do i start and they're like oh uh 600 and something and i'm like no. You guys like, ever seen this one? So Jake something sent me this. It's called Berserk. He said I need to watch it. I've never heard of it. No, I have. Like, see, that's the th- like my roommate. He's into like so much different like animes and different yeah. stuff, and he'll be like, "Oh, you should watch this," and I'm like, "Sure." Well, it's almost intimidating if you're like a like a novice at watching anime. Like you log in a Crunchyroll, oh, like yeah. a million like teen teen animes and like hot. Hot boy stuff, and you're like, what the fuck is what, happening? What's going on? Is, daughter, is this child porn? Like, yeah, what am I fucking looking like, at? <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird like uh, rabbit hole of culture that like anime is like, I don't know how like 
There's a little what, bit is, is that what's the word like uh, hentai? There's hentai. That's porn. Hentai is porn, and it, but it's just anime porn, correct? Yeah, basically. Yeah. What a what a what an interesting place, Crunchyroll. Yeah. Japan is like they're weird about like submissive stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's always like little girls going. I, I, well, you go like, I, like there's like vending yeah. machines where you can buy like used panties, used panties. Really? There's vending also, machines. Yeah. There's also apparently a vending machine that you can just go up to and buy a hot soup. And, and and too like the, they're like uh, what's it? They have um um yeah I'm not even gonna go in and do it. I'll, <laughs> I'll stop us here. But yeah, like there's there's a lot going on. I you know I. I, I've heard some stories. Well, I, do, I do want to visit. Like I always, uh, one of my buddies, uh, friends of the show, WH Park, like he lives out there and uh, some other friends, a bunch of friends were out there for like Wrestle Kingdom and just like seeing him like take everyone to like all these different places. I'm like, fuck, like that looks, that just looks so cool. Like uh, my buddy, Braden Harrington, who I went up to Canada to visit, uh, at one point he had his former job, he quit and he had like enough vacation time to just like use all that up so he went to like australia and japan and he was just like yeah both these places were just fucking amazing and i'm like <sighs> must be nice yeah i'm like must be <laughs> nice i'm uh i'm stuck over here boxing up uh pro wrestling tees orders but uh, <laughs> i'm like that also that always sounds really fun um getting into t-shirts though we always ask people that we have on here there's like two specific questions yeah. one is do you remember the first piece of wrestling merchandise that You've never gotten. You've ever gotten. Either we, you know, they gifted it to you. You know, you asked like a, yeah. a parent or someone to buy it for you. Yeah. Uh, at Hot Topic, I was probably in middle school, and I bought the Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. Very simple, smoking skull. It said three sixteen. Yeah. Um, and I think a little later, maybe like a month or two, I went back to that same Hot Topic. In the mall by my house in West Dundee, Illinois. It's called Spring Hill Mall. Uh, and I bought I live the... By Spring Hill. Yeah? yeah? All right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's the spot. They used to have a Taco John's in there. That was my me and my dad's favorite food. Um, but yeah, I bought the Stone Cold one. And then later I bought the um, the Chain Gang John Cena Dude, one. Dude, that was one of my... Was, was, it, was it the like uh, the ringer tee? The white one with the, the black ringer? No? I... Um, it wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. It was like a, it was a black shirt. Yeah, I think it was a black one with white white writing. Because the one I had was uh, it was like a white. It was a. I know which one a, you're talking a ringer, about. Yeah, on the back it said like, if you want some, come get some. Yeah. And I was in like six, I was like, like sixth, seventh grade when I had it, and everyone was like, oh, that's like, a bad invitation. And I didn't get it. Like, yeah. I was just like oblivious. Where I was just like, so funny. Yeah, I'm like. I think mine okay. had like something with like a like a, something with like an army helmet on, like maybe a dog or something. I think I know which one you're talking about because yeah. we're 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 about like the same age, right? Yeah, you're, I, I'm, I'm like 26. Yeah, yeah, we are same okay. age. Yeah, so it's like very much. Damn, we have to buy health insurance now. Ugh, I can't be on our parents' as insurance. We're Listen, old. Well, I I have health insurance. Luckily, like oh, through, through my job. You have a job, dude. I'm an indie wrestler. Yeah. No, well, we, they don't. They don't do that. Nick's we, Nick's doesn't give us. Can you believe that? Yeah, <laughs> See, I, I feel like I feel bad too because like you say this and I'm like I've probably n- I've not been to the doctor yeah. and like we got health insurance I pay I for it for nothing there. I don't go to the doctor it sucks well like that's the thing oh, too it's like, I, I guess I go I like I, I, got, I probably got it for my dad I don't know how you guys dads are like my dad whenever he's like sick he's not sick like who he will sit there and just fight work through it. tooth and nail where he's like I'm not sick like I'm not sick I'm that's I'm fine. Uh, and I'm like, bro, 
take some fucking, I don't have allergies. He's, I'm like, take some fucking medicine. So like, I'll do that now where it's like, if I get sick, I'm like, nope, I'll power through it. Like, I'll just. Because he did. I'll eat a lot. Like, I'll eat a lot of garlic. Foods like with garlic because garlic is like one of those foods that's supposed to like help. It cures you. everything. It cures everything. I'll drink a lot of like, just a lot of liquids and just drown myself in NyQuil and fucking go to bed and just sleep it off. Well, for like, my dad was the exact same way. Like, if he had a bad tooth, he'd pull it out with like pliers. So like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fucking sick. He's but a man's one, man. One time, like my dad, my dad had like a chemical dependency and uh, he was high one time and I came home from school and he broke like just above his ankle through both bones. Whoa. And he's just sitting there and he had like a pair of dress socks over it and he was still high somehow. I was like, dude, your fucking foot looks like it's like a, a weird angle. He's like, just get me some duct tape and don't tell him. I was like, you got to go to the hospital, bro. Like, but like, he was very adamant about it. Like, but he was drugged out. Yeah, but I think even if he came to, he'd be like, this is too gnarly for the hospital. I'll just, I'll sit down for a while. But like, <sighs> I always feel like whenever you go to the hospital, like, one, you find out you have something horrible and then you die like three weeks later. Yeah, I'm expecting like I'll you know go, what I mean? I'll, like I'm expecting to yeah. go yeah. in there. Stomach just hurt, and you're telling me I got like fucking uromycetosis, and I'm I'm not long for this world. So you rather just not go? <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm blissfully ignorant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty cool. I just eat some garlic and I'm well good. Yeah, you just eat some garlic, <laughs> drop some dirt on it, and some Nyquil. That that's how you get better. Yeah. Um, but our our second question is so that was so yeah, Stone Cold piece. shirt, right? Stone Cold What's yeah. your favorite piece of wrestling merch? Okay, so I'm just going to narrate over this promo that's happening right now in the hallway. Yeah, Wrestling weird. shows, guys. You're just Guys yelling about how they lost their match, you know? Which yeah, always, I'm going to come back next month which and is always, win. Which is always fun. Like, that's, why, that's one of the things I like about recording here. And I mentioned it to you like, when we were kind of like trying to figure out. Because like, we, well, we're gonna, definitely going to fucking have you back when we have like our actual studio. Like We have it now technically, but it's two separate rooms that will eventually be one room yeah we got so, yeah that we're like eventually gonna like make i'm gonna fucking display that dual disc can i put a so bed like, in there and just live there yeah. that's literally what i'm trying that's to a, do yeah, that's like which yeah. is you mentioned like uh house insurance yeah or no you mentioned house insurance, money like, <laughs> i have been like i've been pitching to my boss ryan i'm like ryan dude like let me just live here someone like, needs to live there but he's like he's like there's Just to watch the place he's yeah, like someone's gotta be here yeah I'm like I'll be the fucking caretaker bro like I'll do it I'll be Jack Torrance you know from yeah. The Shining and he's just like there's there's no kitchen or shower I'm like that's fine I can go to my mom's house and both shower and fucking you know cook food and he's just like no but I'm gonna put a fucking I'm gonna put a sofa bed in there we're anyway. gonna convince him well if yeah. you have like a or like if you well yeah that works because you have your moms but I my, my thought's always been like if I could find a really cheap place to live even if it wasn't livable like if it was like a hundred dollars a month I have a member to LA Fitness and they yeah, have showers go to the gym. Yeah, I, and I go to the gym all the time anyways yeah and then worst case when I'm on the road I could shower at truck stops yeah and there's LA fitnesses everywhere, so I wouldn't even need to shower at tr- yeah, truck stops. You're good to go. I can go to all the LA fitnesses. You're like, but no, you want to shower at this truck just for stop. fun. Just, Kurt, just, Kurt Stallion does that. He told me about it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. someday I'll try it. Yeah. See, there you go. Now there's oh, there is a Planet Fitness. Right, I have a Planet Fitness membership, and it is right that by works. the Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, uh, Export. You know, Export. You get your lockers robbed. And there's no kitchen, but there's Grubhub. Oh yeah, you're right. But like one of my favorite things about like recording here though is just like the ambiance. The ambiance. Because like yeah. I remember when we recorded with Swaggle, it was like the first interview that we did like here. It was literally just like right over there. Dude, and it was so sweaty too. For, first off, like right now it's like nice Hot. and cool. Yeah. I mean, you, beautiful. You're probably cold. Yeah. You're no, I you know, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm over here in a sweater and uh, poor Pat's just shirtless in his yeah. gear. Uh, but yeah, when we recorded then, it was so hot, like it was like sweltering hot. Poor Hornswoggle's just he just takes his shirt off and he's like yeah. dripping in sweat. And I'm like, oh, oh. Dewey. but like one of the things, there was noises going on, you know, the wrestling's going on. And I'm like, oh, that's just uh, something like the audience. And he's like, no, 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 there's wrestling going on right now. Yeah. But like it always adds to it. Stomping and <sighs> yeah, I mean when we recorded with Effie, there was like one point that we just had to like completely edit out because can't like, shit. well there was just some guy that came down here he's like hey is, is there a bathroom over yeah, here bathroom work and we're like one it's like well like yeah, we're fucking we're, we're recording dude yeah. there's probably other bathrooms yeah, yeah and he's like, like he's like on. oh he's like they told me there was another bathroom and we're like there is but it's locked yeah man this one's locked you should go to the other angles okay and there's nothing like dude fuck off like you know we already <laughs> told you but uh, there were there was people, some people down here cutting promos. You got Sarah Shockey. She was actually just over here, yep. and uh, I told her I was gonna mention this to you, uh, like right after the time we like we got to know each other. Because again, Sarah's one person also who's like you should meet so and so. She's always just constantly introducing me to people. Yeah. But she was like, she always talked about Pat Monix. Pat Monix, he's the fucking the nicest guy. And really when, cool. I, when I told her, I was like, yeah, I was like, I finally got to meet Pat. I'm like, we were in a car together. We bonded, we became friends. She's like, isn't Pat just like a human golden retriever? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I was like, yeah. I was like, that is probably the nicest compliment I've ever heard someone say to like. Uh, that's awesome because uh, uh, my, you know, my best friend in my life was my golden retriever. Like growing up, I had one when I was like who was there when I was born, right? Kelsey. So she was like around until like whatever age, you know? And then I got another golden retriever as I was a little older. We also had a yellow lab. But so I've, I've, I've had a golden retriever, a yellow lab and another golden retriever. And uh, my profile picture on Facebook's uh, me and my second golden retriever named Bucky. He's actually um, half golden retriever, half Irish setter. And we found him, you know, like he was, uh, he was like a runaway. So like, when we got him, he was skinny as a rail, looked like a skeleton. Like, if you raised your hand to pet him, he thought you were going to hit him. You know, it was really Ooh, sad. Yeah. But it was the most incredible experience ever getting to bring a dog from that to, like, bring, making him whole again to what yeah. he turned into. And he was just, like, the happiest, best dog ever. And we had to, like, we had an estimate of how old he was when we got him. So we're thinking he passed away. So he passed away two years ago now. Uh, we're thinking he made it to 17 or 18. So he had a really long life. Yeah, that's a I can't yeah. complain. But yeah, my profile picture is me and Bucky. And people always joke. They're like, you and your dog look alike. Because in the picture, I had longer <laughs> you know, hair. Pretty, yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I can see. Like, I'm kind of, I'm like, I can see it. Yeah. I've seen that as well. People yeah. look like their dogs. It's weird. That I mean, the- I always love seeing those stories on Facebook. Like, they'll hit, like the dodo does it. And they'll like, there was a dog hiding under a truck for three months, and they bring him out, and he's yes. his elbows, and that sucks. But then they bring him into their house, and then he's just like ready to love. And dude, I had a, a ex girlfriend once who, like, this was right around the time that we started dating, and there was like one time where she just like sent me a picture of her with a cat, and I was like, oh, who's that? She's like, oh, it's my cat. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, what's his name? She's like, oh, I don't know. She's like, I just got it. I was like, in my head, thinking like, okay, you're just joking. I'm like, oh, haha, you just got it. She's like, no, yeah. She goes, every day I walk home from work. She goes, there's a stray cat. I just went over there, grabbed her, and now she's my cat. I'm like, okay, haha, no, but for real, like, when'd you get that cat? She goes, no, I literally just went over there, grabbed this stray cat that was always there, and, like, she just kept this cat. And I was just like, oh, man, it was kind of the same thing where it was, like, yeah. very, like, timid. So it probably wasn't around, like, the best of people. Right. 
But I'm like, man, that's that like that's cool as fuck. Because like I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, buy from like local shelters and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which yeah is always like the way to go. Because like I yeah, know like a puppy mill or anything like that. Yeah, that's like that's always like kind of fucked up. Like my sister, they they knew she has a Shiba Inu, which like Shiba Inus are so adorable. Mm-hmm. But her dog is the goddamn devil. Like every time it sees me, it just like attacks me for some reason. Yeah. I'm like. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm not even touching her. I'm not even doing anything. Like, just me specifically. Um, but yeah, they just they they were. Dark gonna, sense evil, I think. Maybe <laughs> I, I don't know. I was at. Sounds like Kylie Ray just won. That sounds like a Kylie Ray pop. Yeah, it does. <laughs> maybe, possibly. I don't know. We no, yeah, though. Like with with dogs, like um, I'm indifferent towards like because our yellow lab we got from like a place where it was like a family that like had a yellow lab that would like they would have it have babies right yeah. and then they would sell the yellow labs at like a pretty not cheap price you know because yeah. there's like purebred yellow labs right um and then bucky the golden retriever half irish setter half golden retriever he came straight from like the freaking the streets right yeah so like two total opposites but at the end of the day the dogs don't know they don't choose so right. like it's kind of I, I feel bad when people are like don't buy dogs from but it's like they're all dogs yeah. you know like, like what are we not gonna buy the dogs that are breeding now yeah. yeah 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 so yeah, that makes sense but i totally do agree like if if i were to buy a dog right now i would want to adopt mm-hmm. um but yeah, if we see, can't if, forget. We gotta get all the dogs. Listen, get all the dogs. I, I <laughs> it's, say, it's hard. It's hard. If, if I had to get a dog, uh, it would probably be like a, a wiener dog. Like yeah. Vivian, I know you're listening right now, my friend Vivian. I always talk to her directly through through, through this podcast. Yeah. She uh, she had this dog named Lorenzo. There was just this like little wiener dog who, at some point when she was younger, got like hit by a car. Oh. And so it, no, that's that wasn't even her. That was another friend of mine, my buddy Danny. Sorry, Vivian. You also had a dog named Lorenzo, but my uh, growing up, one of my buddies, Danny, he had this little wiener dog who he got like run over when he was younger. So every time he would walk, he had like a little hop. So it was like the most adorable thing because it was like an older dog. Like it's for sure dead now. Yeah. This is like aging wiener dog that every time he would walk, he had like this like little like hop to it. At first, you're like, oh, that's so adorable. And they're like, yeah, it's got that hop. You know hop. why. They're like, yeah, it's you got that why. hop because you get hit by a car. And I'm like, oh. But I always yeah. thought like pugs were cool dogs or like bulldogs, just like real fat ones, just like. Like I always wanted a Rottweiler when I was a kid. And then like I met someone that had a Rottweiler and there's just so much fur and so much slobber. And they're, they're like, you really got to keep those dogs active or they get like super fat. Um, but like, yeah, I always like American bulldogs too because they're they're not like English bulldogs where they they got like hip dysplasia and stuff. They're they're a little more athletic. You got a pretty cool dog. Like every time I go yeah, to this guy, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky's just like he's like careful. The first time I know he goes careful, he might uh he might jump on you. And I'm like, yeah, he he's very defensive and like very boastful. When someone comes in, he's like, and then he's he just wants to lick your foot or something. Yeah, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm like this giant dog's about to fucking jump on top yeah. of me. No. Yeah. comes over. He just wants to smell your pants. Yeah, he comes over, licks me, and smells, and then just yeah. fucks off. Yeah. Well, there was, like, one time we were recording, and the whole time he's, like, over on the side just, like, dreaming because you just see him, like, running. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's, like running, and he just, boss. like, shoots up, and he's just, like, what the fuck? He's chasing yeah. rabbits. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, um, I didn't answer the question. Oh, yeah. Your oh, yeah. No, you didn't merch. answer. No, we see. So, so what's the question? It's It's... What, uh, what's your favorite? Yeah, favorite, of all time. Yeah, favorite of all wrestling time. Merch. Like I, I okay. like I always talk about like my favorite is the I'm your poppy Eddie Guerrero shirt because yeah. that was like what 
like Eddie Guerrero was my guy. Oh you know? man, I see what you're saying. Like, what's the most like iconic wrestling shirt or like yeah, for just you. forever? Yeah, right? like your favorite. You see it and you're like, I, I want that one or that's yeah. my favorite. Because even like you mentioned the Stone Cold one, like that one is still yeah, that's like, one, like a lot of people. They favorite. still sell it now to this day, and people wear it, and it's like, man, that is a fucking like that's fresh awesome ass shirt. design. Yeah, there, there's those there's those few shirts that they, they're still always selling. There's the matcha one with the gla- glasses, right? Yeah. There's the hot rod. Uh, there's Hulkamania. There's that Stone Cold one. Uh, I So I could go on a rant for this forever, but I'm not going to make it a rant. I'm just going to get quick and to the point. Um, the, uh, the Money in the Bank 2011 John Cena CM Punk match was like what really triggered me to be like, I need to do this. I always wanted to be a wrestler, but this was like... That whole story, the whole dynamic between both of them, I, I am thankful to both of them for who they were as professional wrestlers to make something so beautiful to me that like made me be like, this moment that those two guys just created and, and the whole story it. in general, yeah. perfect foil to each other. You know, it was like Superman versus Batman, right? Um, and then in Chicago, like knowing it's right down the road, um, knowing this dude, uh, Punk, for example, came you know, anyone could do this. Yep. You, you, if you like pro wrestling, you, you can start working at shows that have 20 people in basketball shorts and, you know, start to climb your way up the ladder, almost like a video game, right? And, and you can go to WWE and main event against John Cena for the championship. Yeah. So like that, when he came out in that shirt, to me, that, that white shirt with the black ringer, uh, with just his logo and the Chicago flag, yeah. that represented like a lot to me as a wrestling fan. I never bought the shirt, but like that's the shirt I think of when I think of like, it's a cool shirt. It's a defining it shirt. It looked cool. Yeah. It's defining. It's yep. different. Um, and it, to me, it represents a night because it was the first night he wore it was that match, which is probably my favorite match of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now to get off my soapbox, my other favorite shirt is my own shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I do like the, the barcode shirt that I have. It's a um, very cool shirt. And then I got a new one with my mask. But um, for me, like the barcode ones, like I just was shocked that no one did that logo. Yeah. You know, I was like, uh-huh. it fits. Too. Huh. Yeah. Like yeah. made in a lab. You snap a barcode on it at the end, right? Yeah. See, my favorite part is you were, you were going on, you started talking about that. And I also never owned the shirt because I remember going to Money in the Bank. Yeah. I was also in my head, I was like, what if he's talking about like the shirt John Cena wore that night? You know, the like, red like, one? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like did yeah, he wear red? You're like, one? yeah, it was either red or green one. And then you're like, yeah. yeah, the red hustle, loyalty, respect. I really get, I really, <laughs> I really you know, it strikes As you pull your me. CM Punk tattoo Yeah, out, but like, like, as you're doing it, I was like pulling it out because I. Dude, he has the logo on I, him. So yep. I. So it's, it's, yeah, it's defining. But I can say for a fact that I was the first person that got this logo tattooed on them because the pay-per-view was on a Sunday. And I didn't get the shirt, and I was like, fuck. And then I'm, like, checking eBay, and people are selling it for, like, hundreds of dollars. Like, before they all come. Okay, we'll wrap, no, wrap yeah, it up I now. feel the story. Yeah, yeah. It's like two, three. Sorry, people I didn't selling. mean to cut scrub off there. It's just the, uh, the final promo ended, and I know this place is about to flood with people. Yeah, but continue yeah, the story about the tattoo. We'll, yeah, we'll wrap the, it up. The, That's the final story. This, uh, so, yeah, it's, like, two, three hundred dollars, and I'm like, fuck. So I go to, uh, like, this local tattoo shop by me, get the logo tattooed on me and I've seen people with it people have like the logo tattooed you had to be the first but I'm like I knew I was the first because show, show was on a Sunday I went and got it on a Tuesday so yeah and it's always like whenever we hang out like whenever punks around like I usually work with them we're like C2E2 I'm always like trying to cover it up because yeah. I'm just like oh, I don't want to be a mark because like, I remember the first time I worked with them he's like uh, it was me and Frank my manager he's like Frank right he's like yeah he goes and Birdo with the CM Punk tattoo and I'm like Punk said that? Yeah, I was like, yep. I was like, that's me. That's uh, awesome that he's Pat, like, you have the CM Punk tattoo. <laughs> like, yeah. He Pat, can take himself away from where, it. Uh, where can people find you online? 
Twitter, uh, Instagram, at Project Monix. That's Project M-O-N-I-X. Uh, Facebook, I'm nearing that 5,000 mark. If you get me now, it's Pat Monix. I do share wrestling stuff. Um, there is a part of the audience that like is on Facebook, so I'm, I'm not like, oh, my Facebook is just for personal yeah. stuff. It's all for wrestling. Yeah. So yeah, Pat Monix, Project Monix on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, ProjectMonix.com, guys. If you can go there, there's some stuff. There's some cool videos. I'm starting to put all my matches on there, uh, like almost like a database history. I want to upload every match I've ever had, at least just like written, like where it was, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but that's where you can find my merch, too. ProjectMonix.com. Thank you, Pat, for fucking coming yeah, on. Like I mentioned, so when we have the actual studio we're gonna fucking set it up and just talk Dude. talk non-stop Yu-Gi-Oh. uh yeah thank you for being here you are again one yeah. of the most genuinely like fucking awesome people you're a human golden retriever i didn't mean to cut you guys off and wrap it up because this you are the host but yeah yeah we are you about to get about flooded, flooded. Yeah, we're, we're we are flooded. about to get flooded also, with people i've been going on for almost an hour now i had Perfect. no idea i literally thought it was like about 20 yeah. minutes i was like oh this was gonna be a shorter one but uh thank you uh thank you pat yeah Project we Monix. And uh, yeah, we'll make sure to have you on for a part two. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Thank you again to Pat Monix for that. What a fun interview. Yeah, what a fun interview. I felt bad that we kept him for as long as we did because he probably wanted to go up there and sell some more sell merch. Sell some merch, yeah. Also, like, the show ended early. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, we said before, there's an earlier starting time, but they always run a little long, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking... We got till midnight. Yep. So, and it ended on time. Yeah, it was amazing. And then, like, as we were leaving, that's where I caught Cousin Jeremy. I was just like, hey, uh, you're doing intro-outro with us. And he was like, okay, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you had my booking fee, like, in your hand. It yeah. was a, we uh, had to do the envelope. You counted the bills. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. All, all three, all three, three Monopoly money yep. dollars. It was, that's all I need for my set. And a park place. What? I didn't even see that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a bonus. I have, I have uh, Boardwalk, though, so. Dude, I love playing Monopoly. Like, a lot of people don't, but I consider myself a, a king of Monopoly. I have these cool, like, Monopoly socks that I would wear all the time whenever you play Monopoly just because I have such, like, I can sit there and wait it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like starting Monopoly, but once I'm in it, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. play till the very last. Oh, yeah. And I'm single. Now, you guys play where if someone lands on it, they have to either buy it or go to auction, correct? No, I don't do that. Oh, man. That's how you really play it. Because that, that moves the game a lot faster. Because it means every time someone lands on a place that's not bought, it automatically is going to get sold. And sometimes if everyone else is poor and you have a little bit of money, you can buy Park Place for 10 bucks because they don't got any money. And they landed on it, well, so you just go to auction. If you guys are uh, Monopoly aficionados like me, I'm going to give you a little secret. Buy every early piece of property that you can, yep. even if it's shitty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get all three or two of them if you get you know, towards Park Place. And then immediately buy houses. But don't convert them to hotels. You don't have to. Immediately buy every house that you can and put it on oh, every yeah. single property. And you dry up the entire market. And they can't charge you hotel rent or house rent because they can't buy any houses. <laughs> Once you buy up all the houses, it, it stacks the game in your favor, and everyone ends up hating you for doing it. But you can only yeah. buy, like, four houses. Huh? Or on each, each property. Yeah, each property. If you own all three, you can buy 12 on your property. Yep. And then you, and don't, have, you don't have to convert it to a hotel, no. and no one can own a hotel without buying the houses. Yep. So, so once you, you buy up all the houses, you fuck everybody, and mm-hmm. they hate you. It's, all, it's called capitalism. Yeah. No, yeah, it's all right. That's how we... I knew you were a smart guy, Zank. Oh, yeah. I'm very competitive, and everyone hates playing Monopoly against me. 
See, I have different versions of Monopoly. Like I have, I know I have a Stranger Things one, Stranger Things one, which yeah, not that fun. It's not gimmicky at all. It's literally it's like regular it's just a Mono- reskin of Monopoly. It's just like yeah, different board and then regular like Monopoly. Reg- yeah, regular Monopoly money. And I'm just like, what wasn't a fan of it? I've got a Rick and Morty one. I be- I believe I don't have like original one, a Rick and Morty one. Maybe a Pokemon one. Ooh, aren't they all the same? Well, they all like, come with like different money. Oh. Yeah, I mean the game is the same. Yeah, yeah the game. Yeah, the yeah. game's the same. Yeah, but. Yeah, man, I want to play some Monopoly now. Listen, if I play Monopoly against either of you and you start buying houses, I'm going to be really pissed off. Dude, we should bring Monopoly on board of the cruise. And just fucking hustle people. <laughs> I don't know how to play this. Well, I'll d- play for money. Well, listen, I mean, for sure, like... It's a long hustle. <laughs> right, so, I mean, it's a little early to get the talking... four days. A little <laughs> early to be talking about, like, cruise stuff now, but we're going to have a lot of downtime. That's true. Like, I looked at that schedule, and there's a lot less activities this year than there were last year. And, you know, it's it's no secret. We're going to be recording some podcasts on there. You know, we oh, mentioned yeah. that earlier. Pirate Radio. Yeah, a Hot Topic Joe, sponsor of the show, yeah. friend of the show. We Taffy. love him here. We're going to be recording one with him, Taffy. We can finally get her, her official one, because she was yep. the one there. And then we have some other surprises for yeah, you. We're not going to say. Yeah, we're not going to say. You know, we, we've talked enough about the Cousin Jeremy, or nope, not Cousin Jeremy, Cousin Jeremy's right here, Hot we've Topic Joe and Taffy ones. Sorry, you and Taffy, you know, very similar. I, I mean, very some, Ewok-like, both of you. Sometimes I'll look at a picture of her, I'm like, wait a minute, when did I wear that? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we... I wasn't working out that day. No. What? We should probably bring Monopoly. Because, I mean, people are going to get, like, especially when we're up late at night. Maybe. Why not? Can you imagine if we play out on our balcony and the the salty sea air just blows our money up? Oh, I for sure will. Dude, that is the one thing. So, I don't know how many of you guys have been on cruises, but it's pretty fucking scary because you're just there. The balcony's just there, and... Then there's the ocean. Yeah. Like, I remember me and Frank last year, or the year before that, because we were roommates... I'm just standing there, and I'm like, I could like Frank could throw me into the water right now. No one would know. No one would know. Like we're just sitting there talking about the vast openness of this, and then Marty DeRosa was in the room next to us. He just peeks his head out. He goes, "Oh, hey, you guys here too?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, this is fucked up." It's yeah. Fucking. What I was always afraid of is like, let's say somehow I tumbled over the rail. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a former Norwegian Cruise Lines belly flop champion of the world. Oh wow. I'm not f- afraid of hitting a little water with some skin. But my fear is I'm going to go under and the rotor will then suck me under the hull of the ship and chop me up. And I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen the entirety of the Titanic movie, but when that no, guy no, wait, falls no, off no, and hits wait, the propeller, those wait, are big fucking propellers. Someone falls off? That, oh, from I don't that spoil that for you, but oh, geez. the ship goes down. I only watched the first VHS tape. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen Titanic 2, though? No. Oh, they come back later. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And who knows what horrific, disgusting sea monsters are just just below that murky surface, waiting to nibble on your bits. I mean, I can tell Which you. is why we should bring Monopoly. Yeah. So that we don't have to spend our time out on the deck. Yeah. And then there's, not only that, but there's all the dolphins that kept shooting on deck. Oh, I mean... Hey, that didn't happen. See, I almost now want to post in the Jericho group and be like, hey, is anyone bringing their Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Oh, yeah, and then post your... Oh, yeah, and then play, play in honor. Then they'll you'll scare them. 
yeah right all those hot single women will be like ooh, ooh. <laughs> which actually i posted uh i posted on my personal twitter the other day a picture of uh so for christmas friend of the show and sponsor the show bat nicks freelance wrestling love yeah. guy go listen to my violet tendencies his podcast yeah. but he got me uh airpod case which was a uh, digivice for those who are familiar with digimon it's the digital monsters uh but it was like the little device that they used to get to the digital world so he got me that as a uh, for to put my airpods in and that's what i put my airpods in now and i was like man this thing's so fucking cool and then I was like, man, as so I posted like a picture of it and I was like, between this and uh, my dual disc, like 2020 is slowly just becoming the year of me buying all this shit that my parents just would not buy me. Uh, and then Trevor Outlaw, he posts, he goes, oh man, he goes, you'd be swatting the ladies away, huh? Try to save some for the rest of us. And I was just like, yeah, I know, if I know a thing or two about women is that yeah. they love uh, digivices and dual discs. Yeah. I mean, the right one will. Listen, the right one will. And you know what? I remember in C2E2, I took a picture with a beautiful woman uh, dressed as uh, Atem the Pharaoh who inhabits the body of Yugi in mm-hmm. you know, the main yeah, character as, of as Yu-Gi-Oh. We all know. Everyone of in the world as knows we all this. Know. This the timeless tale. Yes. Listen, people have been listening to enough about Yu-Gi-Oh that by the end of this... <laughs> like, oh, we thought it was over. Yeah. Like, uh, Vivian, over. like, Vivian, I hope you're still listening, but I'm pretty sure you'll be able to tell me all about... Oh, wait. Uh, major Yu-Gi-Oh spoilers... Just so everyone is aware, there's cards involved. Should probably say that at the beginning. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, there is. I didn't think you would stoop so low yeah. to spoil Jeremy, it. Jeremy, I think after the 40 minutes that we spent talking about Yu Gi Oh cards, they know there's Yu Gi Oh cards. Uh, for those of you that fell asleep. Yeah, for those of you who fell there, asleep. There are cards involved. There are cards involved. At one point, there's uh, they play car- the, these children's card games not only at a boarding school, but at one point on motorcycles. So that's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, they're, you know what? Uh, they're, I think someone's fighting a filing cabinet. <laughs> it sounds like someone's filing, <laughs> fighting fi- a filing the cabinet. The filing cabinet's winning. Well, we're, we've been here pretty late at the Logan Square Auditorium. Yeah. Um, so we'll... We won't do fan of the week this week. We'll uh, we'll get two fan of the weeks for next week because yeah. next week double your pleasure. Double your pleasure. We won't say who just yet because it's still a little wishy washy whether we can fit them in. Uh, you know, it's uh, we're really busy now. Yeah. Um, just I'm lying. I have an atmosphere concert to go to uh, this Tuesday. That you know that you're listening to this Tuesday the fourteenth. Yeah. Love atmosphere. I. Uh, I've gone to every one of his shows except for one, which was at the Metro. But that was only because it sold out, and like the Metro shows always sell out really quick. Um, I want to get him on here. I keep talking about it. I'm gonna make it happen. We spoke s- it into the universe. Slug from Atmosphere and Brendan Fraser. It will happen. We will, will make it so. It will happen. Ooh, Brendan Fraser should be number one hundred and one. Uh, yeah. Listen, if I can get Brendan Fraser. Um, yeah. If you can get Kevin Smith, you can get Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Listen, there's uh Yeah. We'll move mountains if we have to. I'll move mountains. I mean, we'll move pyramids if we got to, guys. <laughs> yeah, pyramids because of ancient Egypt yep. and Yu-Gi-Oh! And because of the mummy. Yep. It's a very uh, Egypt-themed episode this yeah. week. Love those Egyptians. Yeah, they're great. They're all right. <laughs> I, I'm on record. Egypt is great. They're all right. Quote me on that. On the... On the PWT cast Wikipedia. You ever, you ever Jeremy see, states an episode. <laughs> you ever see where they opened up that tomb and there was like red juice and people were trying to drink it? 
There's like red juice inside of this sarcophagus. Is that a real thing? Yeah, look it up. I'm nervous. People were trying to drink it. They said it smelled like sewer. So people are trying to drink it. They thought they would get like they would be imbued with Egyptian powers. Oh yeah, they probably of time would. travel and dragons with blue eyes. Yeah, dragons white, with blue eyes, something like that. White, yeah, white, blue eyes, white dragon. Yeah, there was like a Millennium Falcon in there. So I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, for this week's episode of the PWT Cast, I've been Scrum, and this is Thank, and cousin Jeremy, and uh, this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say, and so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.